podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Shot to the chest, radio! Welcome to this edition of Shot to the Chest Radio. I am your host, Chevy Chavria, the excellence of podcast execution. Big shout out to my tag team partner in this podcast endeavor, Mr. 409 himself, Nate Laws. He is definitely the uh, Brett to my anvil, the uh, um, Davy Boy Smith to my dynamite kid. He is the Oos to my O, Mr. 409, Nate Laws, my partner in crime on this show. We are both here today with the awesome, amazing Onyx Cooper, local wrestler, has wrestled all over the South Houston area and beyond, um, has traveled the road a little bit. We are hearing his story. Um, it's a very cool story. A lot of times like i said wrestlers come on here and it's all like oh my rise to the top i really like onyx's story of of just the struggle it is to be a wrestler but the passion is deeper than the struggle my friend and he climbs in that ring each and every day and the highs and the lows um and and everything in his life man so it's a very cool story um i think it's cool to kind of hear some of the other sides like i said it's not all all cakewalks when it comes to these wrestler guys a lot of hard work a lot of blood sweat and tears a lot of attitudes and personalities and um, um things you have to get past politics um all this stuff and you're hearing that story today but next week, we have Mr. Sean Hendricks of Legion from the Reality of Wrestling will be on the show. And let me tell you, there will be two crazy run-ins on this podcast never before in the history of Chop to the Chest Radio. Have we had a run-in? Oh, but people break down the door, come running into the podcast and try to take it over. Will Mr. Hendricks stay strong? For he is Legion. For we are many. Um, so you guys check that out. Mr. Sean Hendricks on the show and yes two people from reality wrestling come busting in the door try to take over the podcast it's a good time but right now can we give it up for mr onyx cooper on the mic with your boy chevy chavria the excellence of podcast execution and mr nate laws 409 himself let's get in this baby and welcome to the fourth installment that is one two three and four, four of Chop to the Chest Radio. Woo! Oh, Coop. Oh, he was trying to get in the chat. You didn't even let your boy know about the chop, I Nate? No, I'm like, I'm uh, totally uh, happy. Times, have you seen it? You, you uh, know what we uh, do. Uh, uh, what are you doing? I am your host, Chevy Chavria, the excellence of podcast execution. And with me always, my tag team partner, my man who has my back, who will do the run-ins as I'm getting jumped. Because every time I ever get in a ring, I will be jumped. Mr. Nate 409 Laws, baby. What's going on? It's your boy, 409 Nate Laws. I'm in the building, and today we have a special guest, somebody near and dear to me. You know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to quit talking. I'm going to let the man introduce himself. Sir, go ahead. Tell him who you are. My name is Onyx Cooper. I'm the ultimate underdog. It is what it is. Oh, yeah. It is what it is. Fellow 409er. Oh, we in the building, baby. I like that. I like it. If you don't know Mr. Onyx Cooper, you should know Mr. Onyx Cooper. He has wrestled alongside and against and have left left ropes and mass just brutal. This is one of my favorite local, um, I guess, what what, what I'm saying, rivalries that you guys have that I've seen. And Mm. um, uh, former tag team partners turned, Mm. I'm going to have to hold them back, Mm -hmm. turned 
uh, enemies, but I think they're they're being calm for Chopped to the Chest Radio. Yeah, I, I would I wouldn't necessarily say enemy. That's I, you know how they say uh, sometimes you, you, the the fondest fellowships more or less uh, brewed the, you know some of the strongest yeah, rivalries. Yeah, for know, sure, it, for sure. It it's been good stuff. But um, so you guys, let's let's jump in it. Let's talk about let's talk about Mister Onyx Cooper. How did you get started in wrestling? Uh, well, pretty much uh, the way I got started in the business is a buddy of mine, and well, two buddies of mine were actually working for a, a local pizza place. This is probably a small chain. Yeah. You may have heard of it. It's called Papa John's. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Name drop. Maybe you yeah, Papa yeah. John's. You listening? Hey, somebody hey. call him Papa. <laughs> I, I can I can't say names, right? I mean, All right. We're yeah, done. we're done. Okay. There's no. Yeah. So yeah, they were working for Papa John's. And they were delivering pizzas. And I guess one day they decided to make, take a shortcut through an alley. Okay. And uh, they happened to notice a, a wrestling ring in somebody's backyard. Awesome. Which is just like, Hoo! right, you know, right. What I'm like, like it's like in the 1970s when the Z Boys found empty pools and yeah. the skateboarding. Uh-huh. Like it was like, holy, we're tearing this up. Yeah. Like I like that. Oh, before yeah. we go any further, hold on. So what you're trying to say is, while I'm sitting at home waiting on my pizza, you know, <laughs> you're over here looking at the wrestling ring. Yeah. Were no. you were you in the? Were I, you was working? I was okay. not. I was not. I was actually. At, at the time, I was, uh, here comes another name, I was right. working at Village Pizza right there in Texas oh, City. Oh, okay. If you don't okay. heard about it, go in there, get the Village Special, it's a little bit something to everything. I go like in that. There. I like yeah. me some, in, yeah. in, in pizza choices, I like Village. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, that Village Special, that, that, yeah. Right. This has turned into a food podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll go all over the place. Mm. I ain't scared, but okay, okay, so. So, uh, so I, I was at work. So a rival pizza company. Well, I don't really consider it. I don't really <laughs> I'm trying to make, you know, I'm trying to make drama over here, Coop. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm to... working for Rob. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm just kidding. So, going, so going. it's not chopped in chest no more. It's uh, food in the belly radio. Like That's that. what we're doing? I like mm, that. Good. Chop the onions radio. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, so, yeah, like I said, they, they, they stumbled upon this backyard that had a wrestling ring. So they pulled around and went to go knock on it. It happened to be a local promoter who had been promoting in the, in the area. Uh... Asked him, hey, can we get in? Is that well, sure. So they just knocked on a door and it was in the, the backyard. It's in the backyard. And you were with them. I was not with them. Okay. They were with them. So did they deliver the pizza or was it still in, right. in, in, in the truck? I I am gonna assume it's it, it stayed cold. It, it, it in my head they had a hardcore match and pizzas were involved. <laughs> There's pizza all over that ring, baby. <laughs> I if, love it, it. if it was the late eighties or early nineties, that, that pizza had been free. Right. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they got in the back of this ring. Yeah, so they got in the ring. Uh, Who were the? You, can you name drop the people? Are we on that level? Can we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a uh, Travis Slim, Sexy Howard. Mm. Uh, I think he actually goes by a few different aliases. Uh, we'll go with and that. Al- and also Lance Beretta. Okay. okay. So uh, also local wrestlers that Very we, cool. we all came up together. Uh, we actually had a faction at the time. It's called the Texas City Varsity Club. Oh, oh. sounds deadly. Yeah. A lot of. Like leather sleeves very, going on. Very, yes, we we had we wore our Letterman's. Beautiful. It, just mm. in the promo pic, you know, it was very short lived. Okay. Yeah, very like one show. Uh, and, how many shows? It, it, it may have been like three shows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just long enough to get to get uh you know some I, I, man, going. I'm, I'm a man who appreciates a good faction. Oh, yeah. You know, I just I love them. Oh, well, we started you. out. I think it was there was four of us. It was, okay. yeah, it was Travis, Lance, myself, and uh, and another guy, Sky Brown. Did y'all have the same Letterman? We all had the same Letterman. Really? Well, we all we all uh, actually uh, lettered in football. Okay. Oh, okay. We're all football players. I thought y'all shared their Letterman, but okay, my fault. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. Up, every every one, promo picture y'all just enough. switched it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you Photoshop Letterman jackets on all of them? <laughs> 
we all took individual pictures right. and then they put it all together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. So your boys jumped in the backyard. They're in this wrestling ring. It was was is the promoter like what they were doing, or he was like, "Hey, you got ten minutes. I need to hurry up and get out of my ring." No, he was just, "Hey, if you guys are interested, you watch I'll come train." Yeah. I mean, who? Well, can we talk about the promotion? Can we talk about the promoter. Uh, it's it's long been dead and gone. Okay. Yeah. You just made me sad. Yeah. <laughs> you made my heart sad a little Ugh. bit. But he, the, the look on on Onyx Cooper's face right now. Yeah, it's long it been was, dead and gone. Yeah. And I'm sure to a lot of people uh, in the business at the time, it's, yeah. it, was, it was nothing uh, shocking, right. I guess you could say. Okay. We'll go with that. So where do you fall in the story? Your boys are rolling around in the ring, and okay. you're at Village Pizza. Yeah, what? I'm at Village Pizza. I get okay. off work. I ride my 20-inch BMX bike back to How my apartment. How old were you then? I was 17. So no, you're even driving. You're just no, riding, you're just riding no, a bike. No. Cool. I was living out of my own, though. Yeah. I, I had my own apartment. Well, I say my own. I had some roommates, but I was right. out of my own. Like life was thing. setting you up for the road. Yes. For the road of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Several times I rode my bicycle to train. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which sucked, by the way. Right. Just, just, just putting that out there. You're going through five minutes of hell, and then you got to ride your bicycle home. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, so they, I got a phone call. I said, dude, where are you at? I said, I'm on my way home. They said, hey, <laughs> be ready tomorrow. We're going to come pick you up. I said, all right. So they came pick me up the next day, took me over there. We signed some waivers, got in the ring, and it was history from there. Awesome. Yeah. I will tell you, as you're listening, you might hear little bundles of joy laughing in the background. Um, Onyx Cooper has this beautiful little girl. What's her name With 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 here with you? Her name is... Ryan Lane. Ryan Lane is actually in a different room, and her giggles are filling up my microphone. I can hear, but I'm totally okay with it. They're adorable. So um, she is cute little, the the cutest little blonde ringlets I've seen in a long time. So um, I'm trying to throw that out there. But so as you're listening, you hear giggles. That's who that's coming from. Yeah. The other room. So, um, but go ahead, brother. So you're you're over there. They call you. We're picking you up tomorrow. Yeah. And like I said, I think uh, less than. I would say it was like a month, month and a half later. They they were talking about putting us on the card already. Cause, I mean, we awesome. Were, pretty much, we were on the train. We were training every day. Let's talk about training. What do you remember? What do you do? You, I, do you remember? Let me, let me let me ask you this. Do you remember this? And can you describe the first time your shoulders hit a mat? Yes. First time my shoulders hit the mat. I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> it's not soft. Mm. I think I did something wrong. Yeah. You know, it was, it, it, it was uh, if you've never been in the ring and you've never taken a bump, the first time, I, I'll just say that you'll, you'll never forget it. Yeah. You'll never forget it. I think it's, it's amazing. I ask a lot of wrestlers that, and they always give me the, you know, you'll never forget it. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's, it didn't take me very long. It's because more or less they had a uh, technical way of this is how we need you to do it, right? Yeah. This, this is the proper way. <laughs> Boom, do this, boom, put your yeah. hands out, palms to the mat, boom, this is how you do it. Right. So once you, it might take you a while. In fact, it'll probably take you all a while yeah. to get it down. And then then once you get it down, then you can kind of put your own spin on it. Well, I wasn't very wasn't very fond of that. I was yeah. like, oh, this, this proper way of doing it really hurts. So I'm going <laughs> to figure yeah. out how to do it my own way. Yeah. And I ended up... Uh, it's kind of an inside joke, I guess yeah. you could say, is I always had the perfect bump. Right. Because, I mean, I just throw it, boom, do it. And yeah. It, I, I don't know. I don't know. Mr. Nate, how long have you known Mr. Onyx Cooper here? Well, I'll tell you what, um, <clears throat> a, a little known fact that uh, actually when Onyx was, 
uh, he had uh, stepped away for a little bit, and that's when I came into training. Okay. So I believe I had met Onyx. And you're in the boiler room at this yes, point. Yes, and I that's remember. where he trained, the boiler room. Okay, and yeah. is the first one or the second training you've been I, uh, in? Whenever I first, like I said, we were training in the backyard, and yeah. that, that, that's kind of a bad thing to, to say because, oh, backyarders. Well, right. But we were just, we were actually learning technical right. skills. Right, the ring was in, in the backyard. Yeah, there was, was no place was, to put the ring. Yeah. yeah. And, so. I mean, and, and I feel you, but at the same time, you have a guy who is passionate about wrestling or this promoter or whatever. Guys are training people. Yeah. Like, I'm going to put this ring wherever I can find it. And if right. it's in the backyard, it's in the backyard. Right. You can call me what you want, but this yeah. is going down. Right. Um, so if anybody has a ring out there they want to let us borrow, we're, <laughs> not, we go, we'll put it anywhere. Well, it's just that, you know, there's a, there is a misconception where if, if you're in a ring, and going through actual legit training, right. that's that's legit training. Right now, where the backyarders come in is where people just right. go in the backyard and just start tearing tearing their bodies. Have up. either one of you ever been in a backyard yes. type of wrestling match? Yes, I can honestly nope. say yes. I oh, have. awesome! How did that go? Uh, well, I actually did it twice. Okay, like once I I think I was I want to say twelve or thirteen. Was it like a legit? Like, no, it wasn't. No. It okay. was in the somebody's backyard. They actually had a bunch of woods in the back. Yeah, they had a little trail, and they actually had a uh, like a little barbed wire setup. Yeah, it was like a hardcore thing. Oh, you hear that? I hear. I hear the um, banjo playing from Deliverance. Oh yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, something that was just pretty like good that. banjo. Honestly, <laughs> a man of many you, talents. I bet yeah. you play the spoons like nobody's uh, business. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But the actual ring, and, and we had a pristine ring. We had yeah. a trampoline. That, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know everybody because that, that's what you automatically assume that the wrestling ring is. Right. Oh, yeah. You see them bouncing, and 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 it is get in not. Yeah. yeah. Get oh. in. Get in the ring, or just watch somebody set it up. Because trust me, it couldn't be anything further from a trampoline right I was actually I didn't know and like I said I've never sat in a ring um, we were at a reality wrestling show recently and the ring kind of popped up a little bit I didn't know it was a wood I thought you know there were still beams pulling something I don't know what I thought it was like a mat or uh, there's, there's, something soft like it was wood like they were pulling wood out of it and yeah, I was like dang yeah. there's actually so, several different yeah. you know ways that you, that you can do it I've actually seen where they they put down uh, a steel frame and then they put down plywood. Right. Uh, I, I haven't so, seen it in this area, but right. that is, I've seen that, that that is a style that they do. I mean, I've seen all kinds. I've seen people build, like, mattresses out of stuff. I think the Hardys, when they first started, had a ring with the trampoline in the middle of the ring, so they mm-hmm. were doing crazy stuff like that. So when you were, like, 12, 13 in these backyard, you, were you just having fun? Or were oh, yeah, it was, like, a, this, it was, there was a little, like, Paul, a little dude that wants to be Paul Heyman running around starting a promotion? <laughs> yeah, you know, you always got the kid. That, like, why is that kid have a rat the tail? South, you know, yeah. the, the mouth of the South. We had the little the little uh, boom box and the and the WWF at the time uh, theme music and everybody awesome. everybody, oh, either, everybody either wanted either wanted the NWO or the the Wolf Pack or uh-huh. they wanted Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock you know they yeah, yeah. one of those theme music. My favorite the, the the mouth of the South he always used HBK you know I, yeah. why he had a. I don't know. He just had a thing for Shawn right. Michaels. Who doesn't? No. Who doesn't have a thing for Shawn Michaels? Sweet you music. Know? Yes, Sweet please. music. Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just a sexy boy. Sexy, sexy boy. boy. Right there. 
boy girl. <laughs> so um, I feel that. So uh, so w- was this like a legitimate like I'm saying were there fans and there were little kid oh, fans no, or was, was just like purely for you and some buds? Our own entertainment. So at, at this time at your 12, 13, did you know like I'm gonna do this? I had no clue. Or you just like hey this is kind of fun and you no. never thought about it for a few years? And really, truthfully, I, I was turned off to the whole thing because. Uh, Everybody always has to be a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> and you always had two or three that you, you, you got the guy that actually had, you know, uh, a look for it. You know, yeah. he's kind of an athletic, more of a bully type, so yeah. to speak. Not really a bully, but he's, you know. He's, yeah. So between those three coming up with storylines where, you know, they're always going to be at, up on top. And I was, yeah. I've always been a test dummy. Yeah, yeah. I've never been scared of taking anything. I've Enhancement always, talent, right? Yeah. And, I, yeah. I, and so that's always been my thing. So you even put even, people over. Yeah. Even I, at 12 I, years old, you're like, this is I, what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you over. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, you want to do an F5? Let's do it. Right. You're you shining know. them up. Mm-hmm. I like that. So I don't think there, there's a move that, that Lance ever did or Travis that, that, that I hadn't already taken. Right. Taken, uh, tested it, and perfected it. Right. You know? And I actually, I, I take that to heart. That, that's actually one of my... I feel like that's one of my... Uh, Gifts. Gifts. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So so you're 12, 13, and so wrestling kind of goes away for a few years, and at 17, you step back into this ring. Well, it never really went away. Like, I, I, yeah. I'd watch it with my dad. Let's talk about that. What's your first memories of wrestling? My first memories of wrestling is actually back in the house, probably in uh, cloth diapers. Uh, I used to watch it. My, my dad was a huge wrestling right. man. I didn't realize that at the time until later on, family issues and whatnot. But yeah. Uh, yeah. My dad was a huge wrestling fan, so I always, I was always a big fan of Macho Man. Oh he heck said, yeah! Oh, oh I, my lord! Remember those dolls they had? They had the Hulk Hogan doll. They had this, the Ultimate Warrior doll, and they had the dude. The, the best. I'm, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you yeah. something. And I know we're in a podcast. You can't see my phone. This gentleman came in. Um, his name was Adam. Awesome dude. We talked wrestling. Um, let me show you. He had this tattooed on him oh, oh yeah. mr adam he told me he's gonna listen if you're listening to this bro we're talking about your macho man randy savage portrait tattooed on your forearm it is gorgeous it is beautiful it's a piece of art oh, oh, old school savage with the uh orange bandana that says macho man across in the blue with the big white glasses um so i know again where you know mm-hmm. maybe i'll throw the, the picture up on the facebook if you're listening to this go to our facebook chop of the chest radio we need more likes bro we're just wait, starting wait. out and that's a 409 and that's a I see a Nate Long shirt yeah. in the background. Yeah, yeah, a little four on it just kind of worked out. Four oh, yeah. on nine in the back of the city comics. Come get you one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, Macho Man, Randy Savage, beautiful. And I'm gonna actually bring this cat on because he has a cool story about the time he met Macho Man Randy Savage. So he'll probably be talking to us um, here and there. But well, I, it I don't has to be it. awesome because oh. I mean he's got the tattoo on there, so it has to be one right. awesome story. It's a cool, it's a cool story. So a little teaser, Mr. Adam, um, that comes in Toxic City Comics with the Macho Man tattoo. Come hang with us, bro. We want to hear your story. So yeah, yeah. Mr. Onyx, I mean. Cut you over your favorite wrestler, Macho Man Randy Savage, oh, man. growing yeah, up. Yeah, that, that's a Macho Man was was was. Can I cuss? Well, uh, we don't. We go PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Yeah. Okay. So you just pretty much can't say the f word. That's pretty much our. Okay. Well, I, I, I'll keep it. I'll yeah. keep it PG. It was the shiznit, dude. I, I like that. That, that was my favorite. Favorite. That was my end all be all. That was the dude. Ooh, oh yeah. You know that. Yeah. Oh, what? Why? Tell me why. What? Well, made, what no, made him stand out to you? No clue. I don't know if it was the poncho things he wore. I, right. I don't know, because at the time, you know, Hulk Hogan was so big that the Ultimate Warrior was doing his thing. Uh, right. Why? 
Why Randy Savage? I don't know. I, I'll tell you why. And this is where, and people make fun of me. I'm, when I say keep it real, keep it heel, I'm like, heels are my guys. Like, Macho Man was one of the first ones that I know, like, just fell in love with this idea of bad guys. He would come into the ring and he'd always have, and they used to reach in their trunks and pull out. I don't even know yeah. what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't brass knuckles, like no. this little thing. Boom, clap somebody, go back in the drawers, or go out. And the first time I like kind of really was like, I love Macho Man Randy yeah. Savage. He's outside of the ring. Somebody's going to attack him. He actually grabs Miss Elizabeth and stands behind her. This dude had muscles on top of muscles at this time. I mean, he's coming off the top rope like nobody's business with, with elbows. You're in the danger zone. And he's hiding behind Miss Elizabeth, and she's in her <laughs> gorgeous... You know, a studded gowns and 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 she's she's look like she's going to prom yeah. and this dude's hiding behind and there was something beautiful about he could beat you up but he wants to like play with you for it like it's yeah. a mental game like exactly. yeah, the psychology and yeah. the thing was like like watching whenever he, him and uh, Ricky Steamboat oh, and oh man three oh man yeah. dude like that that was a dang good match like where or like. And he, 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 anytime that he was doing something like that, where he pulls it out, and uses it, right. and he goes and stuff in, and he drops it, and he, oh, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, come on, catch him, catch him. Right. No, oh, and everything okay. about him from the from the glasses coming out, mm -hmm. and um, j even the tape on his fingers, like mm -hmm. the, the way he taped up his fingers, really like stood him out from the crowd, and he. It really accented when he would wave that finger in the air or do little things in yeah. his interviews. His fingers were taped up, and you, your eye was just drawn to it. Um, and and the dude was huge, but standing next to Andre the Giant, standing next to Hogan, you kind of forget how big yeah. and cut he was. You know, and when I say huge, I mean he wasn't the tallest guy in the ring. I'm saying his muscle mass was. I mean, the dude was so in shape. You know, I yeah. mean, I heard if he didn't go into wrestling, he probably would have been a professional baseball player. Yeah, actually, seen his card. He, he oh, actually seen his baseball card. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, he was a professional. Uh, there you go. I think he played with the Reds. Yeah. So, well, crazy, crazy. Mm -hmm. So, little Macho Man, uh, you know, like I said, I, I go all over the place, but we're talking yeah. Macho Man. I love no, Macho Man. Yeah, so that was my that was my dude from, from a very early age. And then there was a point in time where I didn't really watch much of it. Uh, I kind of got back into it again uh, whenever I, I ended up back up with my dad. Okay. And uh, that's whenever I first realized, like, the, the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian, mm -hmm. the Brood. Man, the tag team, the tag teams is what really got me. Yeah. Watch so, not not to get uh, you know too crazy or too deep into it. So there, I'm guessing there was a time when your dad wasn't around, and this was the thing that bonded y'all. The one thing that y'all both looked and kind of said, "Hey, I would agree with that." Yeah, because yeah, well, yeah. and really at that time, he it was weird because the way we had everything set up, we had mm -hmm. the living room, and then the kitchen was like offset from it. He'd be in there doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be watching TV, and uh, I'd, I'd flip it on wrestling, yeah. and then. I'd be watching and I'd be getting into it right. and I turn around and he's standing right there in the, in the door just watching mm -hmm. and I, I, I don't know that's just one of the fond memories yeah. that I do have you know I hear you. and uh, he used to get into it too uh, it's a funny joke but he, he, I was kind of big on on the Hardy Boys okay and you know they came out with that very flamboyant look yeah yeah those big you know, pants bro big pants mm -hmm. and the, and the, and the, the stocking oh, yeah. sleeves yeah 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 you know he he, he swore, he's, boy, I swear to God, those boys are, well, I can't, it's PG-13. Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, he, he, he used to crack jokes on them, and I was like, man, I, I was still right. rolling, dude. Right. <laughs> and... But so, those yeah. are your guys. Yeah. It's funny because I mean, I bet, but how did your, your pops, and you might not even know the answer, how did your pop feel about the Fabulous Freebirds? 
I really couldn't tell you. Right. Because like, at that time, a lot of those guys were talking about the Hardys, but the mm-hmm. Freebirds were kind of the Hardys of their right. generation. Yeah. Come out, they were the, weren't they the first uh, group to ever come down to music? Yeah. And they were, they were they just oozed rock and roll and wrestling. Flamboyant. You know what I'm saying? Right there, Texas, dude. big old mullets, like big Texas yeah. mullets, you know? Just like the Hardys had the long dyed hair, they had yeah. big Texas mullets. And so I think it's funny to, to, to hear, you know, somebody's in old school wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, like, man, with like the old school, uh, you know, Doubt, you know, back whenever the, the Dallas Sportatorium, yeah, baby. Sportatorium yeah. was real big. Yeah, he was a big fan of the Wahoo McDaniel. And I, I, I can't remember my mom ever being into wrestling too much, but she'd always say, We used to go watch my Wahoo McDaniel. And she gave this smile, like, Mom, were you into Wahoo McDaniel? Yeah. Like, <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. Oh, Wahoo? Yeah. So I've never, you know, I always grew up. Every time someone says Wahoo, I just think of my mom, like, <laughs> checking dudes out. Like, yeah. come on, mama. So yeah. anyway, this is my Wahoo story. Go ahead and continue. But yeah, so that, you know, wrestling, wrestling was, I was very fond of it, you know, growing up. Uh, like, once, whenever my dad passed away, I kind of stopped watching again. Yeah. You know, life happens and everything like that. But really up until... My buddies really. How, how, if you don't mind me asking, how old were you when your dad passed away? I was fifteen. Okay, so that's young, man. Yeah. That's that's young. Yeah. And do you feel like maybe jumping in the ring was kind of like that's your thing, man? You used to watch wrestling together. Well, you think I, that was a part of it? I didn't really find out about how big of a wrestling fan he was right. until after I got into it. Oh, okay. Because I, I it's kind of one of those awkward deals where uh, you get, like, go to a family reunion or a family get together. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, I'm I'm. You know, I'm training to be a pro wrestler, or I'm 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 into pro wrestling now. Yeah, yeah. I'm a pro wrestler, and they're like, huh? Well, that makes sense. You know, your dad was real big into it. You know, I'm like, so I, that's how I right. kind of find out about that's it. That's cool. Like I said, that mm-hmm. was back before I I really could. Yeah, it's it's odd that. in life, and again, not to you know, this is a fun podcast. We're not get too emotional, but like you know, people pass away, and you find just like mm-hmm. almost the uh, universe connecting yeah. you in weird ways, man. You know what I'm I, saying? It was it's meant like, to happen. Yes, and destiny. I, I, I believe, I'm, I'm scared to use the word destiny. Oh, I will yeah. use it. Destiny. I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very, very, very fond of that. That's that's one of my core beliefs. I'd have to say. Let's talk. So we're we're in that man. So so let, let's follow the journey, man. You're a little kid. You're backyard wrestling. You say I like this, but this isn't my jam totally. So you you uh you know you're just reminiscing over the memories of your dad watching wrestling. You're 17. They invite you to get into a ring, mm-hmm. and now let's say you've been in it for a while. You jump in the boiler room and you meet. Mr. 409, Nate Laws. Did you guys hit it off when y'all first met? Uh, not really because... Uh, because you didn't like him. No, it didn't have anything to do with that. There's <laughs> no, actually a backstory to this. Yeah, yeah. All right, so like I said, we were, we were trained uh, through the promotion, which is no longer in existence. Yes. Uh, no, uh, no promotion of that. But at the same time, I was also training with Texas All-Star. I was going up to uh, Very cool. with uh, Bob. Right, who and runs, is, wasn't the the longest-running uh, promotion, promotion in, in Texas? Texas? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, so, history. Uh, we, You're we, part we of history. Were, we were training with, with Bones out there, Hot Stuff Hernandez. That's, I think that's actually where uh, that connection was with, through the company that no longer exists. Right. Uh, you know, there was a big connection there. He actually was, was training at the, at the boiler room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I was training back and forth from Texas City to Humble and uh, doing a, a few things. Uh, How old were you at this point? I was I was seventeen, eighteen. And you're just leaving Texas City, going to Humble. Oh yeah, road so, trips, road trips yeah. every weekend, every other weekend. That's crazy. Uh, I'm, start, I'm like thirty three, so I'm saying I'm thirty three, and I got eight year old boys. And if they start getting eighteen and say, "Hey, I'm just gonna start making hour, hour and a half long trips to the city," I was on my own. Baby. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I was on my own. You're just doing yeah. it. So I had a job. You know, made made my own money. 
I yeah. was able, I and was, you just weren't scared. I was not scared. You do it. So we were, we were actually traveling back and forth to Humble, going back and forth to Austin, because uh, we actually went out to, I forget, I, honestly, I don't think I can even recall the organization's uh, initials, so to speak, whatever the organization was. Uh, I remember George was the promoter. Oh, you talking about APPW? I believe that. Yeah, yes. That's, so, Austin, Texas, represent. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So we, we did a lot of wrestling for uh, they actually ran bi-weekly so we were going up there quite often uh, we we uh, met Mr. B mm-hmm. that's how right. we you know when you say we were y'all together at this point no no, no we you I I I'm because we both know him that, yeah my bad that's a bad mannerism no, no 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 and I keep saying that because if you don't know like we talked a little bit about um, these are ex tag team partners turned rivals into some epic matches and yeah. you know but but you guys always have each other's back i mean if we're and hey close your ears if you ain't with us if we're breaking kayfabe i mean you guys are really good friends i'm seeing your chemistry y'all what y'all do and y'all fighting the ring together y'all fighting the ring with each other um so i think that's cool and that's what brings mr onyx cooper here with us he's, he's nate law's partner baby so um I uh, I've seen I've also seen logos of the 409ers. Is that y'all too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a 49ers logo, but 409 <laughs> representing. Yeah. I like that. We in the building. I like yeah. that. So uh, we're doing that. So now you're wrestling this indie promotion. You said Austin we're is going up to Austin, Umble, all over the place. Texas City. Yeah, we were doing a lot. We were actually doing a bunch of stuff out in Humble and El Campo. Uh, mm-hmm. So we were pretty busy there, really, really quickly. You know. uh, but again, life happens. Uh, kind of. I'll just I'll just put it out yeah, there. You, it out you, there, you get screwed over so many times by promotions by a promoter. Right. Uh, it takes a toll on you. Yeah. You know, and let's, I, let, let's talk about that. So you you you're going up to these promotions and they're saying we're going to pay you this much. And it then, wasn't the promotions. There was a, yeah. a, a, a singular individual. Okay. Uh, but like I said, I, I, I you know yeah. I, I've. I've Made my peace with that whole right, thing, right, right. You know? But you feel like uh, I mean, is that what the problem was? Money? Yeah, it's yeah. All, you know that's what it all boils down. Not so much that, that we weren't getting paid because yeah. that's I mean, whenever you come into the business, your, your first year generally is, is always going to be unpaid. Yeah. But uh, we were being muled out, so to speak. Yeah. Because you know through through the grapevine, I, f- I come to find out that because like I said, we 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 kind of came into the business trained soaked it up and we were putting on shows we you know yeah and like full throttle right it was, so it was go so, time yeah it was go time so we're going out to austin and like i said through the grapevine kind of find out that, that we were getting paid yeah but you weren't getting paid no, you weren't getting paid there was no money coming to you yeah right. which and like i said if, if, i made my peace with all that good stuff right, right. but that that type of thing and uh gear like the, the promoter was our sole uh He's the one that, that gave us all our connections as far as yeah. getting gear made, boots made, uh, you know, coming up with our, our designs. Who, who you made know. your boots? I never actually got a pair of boots made, and I wish that I had mm-hmm. because uh, George, uh, you know, I've been to a shop, yeah, and I've seen all the boots that he's made, and I know he makes great boots. I think Travis still has his boots that he made. You mean Clifford made. the Lion? Cl- Clifford, not George. I apologize. Yeah, Clifford the Lion. I was waiting. I was name dropping from yeah. Nate's Nate's podcast. So y'all got. Um, so you never had those made. I never had had them made from cause old Cliff. Because even though I was, I did have a job and had yeah. my own money. But yeah. 
as far you know yeah three, i hear you 300 dollars is kind of you know yeah. for a 17 year old that's right that's, you know that's right. like oh so what were you wrestling in at the time uh honestly i i had some kick pads mm-hmm. and uh honestly i don't remember I, I never had i didn't have wrestling shoes uh i probably just whatever you were wearing sneakers, that day yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah do you have boots now no, I still to this day do not have boots. Oh. I wear kick pads and wrestling shoes. Okay, like Which, Asics, huh? Like Asics wrestling shoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have Nikes, but yeah, I, I, yeah it is what. It is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would just think because those, I think of those wrestling shoes, right. the, the Olympic, you know, yeah, the Asics, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I get what you're saying. And uh, but that that is on the list. You know, you, you can't be a consider yourself a professional and not have a pair of boots. Right. You know, it's just uh, getting the right right person. You know, yeah, making the right connection as far as getting those made, and, and I know of a few that they, they tend to uh, take their sweet time sometimes. I guess you can say. Well, I hear you. But mm-hmm. <laughs> in this business, I, I know it. You know, everybody's yeah. time is precious. So right, right, very cool, very cool. So how long have you been doing this whole thing from beginning to end? Uh, Two thousand and three is uh, whenever I got into the business. So about thirteen years. So, but uh, am I doing math right? Is that right, math? <laughs> yeah, thirteen, baby. Thirteen years, but, yeah. You know, I took I want to say a five year break. Okay. It was five years because, uh, like I said, this promoter that uh, you know, doing what he did, and uh, I, I I've had enough. Plus two, that I mean, there. I can't really pinpoint what the, the issue was, but there was we would have a show and I'd have matches, right? And get to the yeah. show, put the ring together, get dressed. And we're getting ready to go out the curtains. Oh, hey, uh, we're going to change it up. Uh, they're they're going to jump you, and, and we're going to get hauled off to the back. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So right. four or five shows in a row, that that kind of feels right. like, you know, what, what's going on here? Yes, yes. You know, so I have a match. I do everything, you know, that I'm, I'm supposed to do. And right before we go out, right. I'm just going to get jumped, and, you know, that's it. And so this thing you were like passionate about, things you love, things you wanted to get going, you're kind of in a spot where you want to be a part of something grand, and it you just feels like door shutting, door shutting, yeah. door shutting, and I you mean, just feel like you're so being pushed away. We're and, going all over the state of Texas, right? You know, putting on shows, you know, tearing the roof down, you know, I mean, doing and right, and just to, I don't know what I did, yeah, you know, all of a sudden just now there's this disdain, right, right. You know, but so it soured you to the business. Soured like. me to the business to, to the core. Right. And it wasn't just that. There's a lot of things, you know, uh, personal stuff he was doing. Okay. You know, I mean, cr- trying to create beef and and hostility between myself and other wrestlers. Right. You know, and which is dangerous. Right. Right. Because if you're and, in the ring, you got to trust these people. Exactly, you got to trust that they're going to take care of exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just you know, whenever stuff starts stacking up, stacking up, stacking up, I was I was naive. Yeah, I, my the pair of pants that I still wear today, mm-hmm. I I went through him to get uh, to get the design and everything. We had somebody that's going to make them right. So I I had a quote, I had a money order in hand, just getting off work, tired as shit. You're uh, good. You're good. So I apologize. Tired as heck, going up to his apartment to give him my 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 uh, money order and. Being 17, 18 years old, I don't know nothing about money orders. Right. So I just hand it to him and say, hey, this is for my... They say, oh, yeah, we're, we're heading out. We're going to go do something. we got something to do. I'll, I'll take care of it. All right, cool. I didn't know you're supposed to keep the 
the other half of it, you know. I, yeah. But like I said, oh, I hear you. You know, being naive, right. not knowing. Even now, like to this day, I'm a grown man. I think I've messed with money orders maybe twice in my life for something random. What? You know, and I couldn't mm-hmm. even I couldn't even tell you that. I couldn't think. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to keep you know whatever. So. so. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you're in this. You feel like you're getting screwed over. Yeah. Um, you you what what how how'd you go out? Was you just like I, I'm just quitting, or was there a yeah, just there's a show. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, it's like the fifth, maybe the fifth or sixth time. You weren't on the card, yeah. I uh, go to go out for a match, get jumped on, and I, I'm wiped off the off the card. I was like, you know what? You know, this is it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, all all this other stuff. You know, I felt like he was screwing me over with with my my pants because right. You know, sent off the money order. Not hearing anything, and he yeah. like mind you, he's he's the person I I'm trusting. Right, right, right. He's oh, well, I'm messaging him. He's saying, oh, it'll be you know another week. You know, it'll be another week. Well, come to find out, there was no correspondence. There, was no, yeah. there, there was a a quote. There was a quote and a design sent, but there was no, you know, money sent. Money sent. Yeah. There was no order placed, so to speak. And right. I eventually had it reordered, paid for him again, and like I said, everything adding up. I just I had I had reached my the peak that I, I could right. stand, you know. So I, I, I pulled away. Now th- at that time we, we did have the boiler room up and running. Or yeah. they, you know, just getting started. And uh I was like, you know what, I'm done. I walked away. I was actually talking with a buddy of mine, I think it was Travis. He says, Hey man, just come 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 check it out, you know, the boiler room now, you know, come check it out. you know, it's yeah. it's up and running, you know, good now and you know, they got some new students and everything. So I went with him, saw Sean, he was he was doing his thing. I, that's actually where I met Nate. What was the uh the time difference between when you quit and when this is going on? Whenever I came back? Yeah. It it hadn't been very long at all. Okay. I, I think maybe maybe two two, three months, something okay. like that. I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I could tell you exactly how long it was. It's been. It's been that long. It's thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen years. Almost. Right. 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 But uh, so yeah, that's where I met Nate. And uh, my first impression of him was like, that's a big old boy. That's a big old boy. <laughs> he looks like a tank over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like damn. So, so man, he 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 could probably do something. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Like I said, went on. I, I had no interest in coming back at that time, and and I didn't for mm-hmm. you know, probably four and however many months later. Right. Uh, the way I came back is actually an interesting story. Uh, my ex-wife, her cousin, was going, or met somebody or something. He was going to go up to to Huntsville. There was a, a wrestling show. He said, "Oh man, you know this is you know." This is wrestling show I want to go to. A buddy of mine was telling me about it or something. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, y- y'all want to go? So I said, yeah, yeah, sure. I, said, I ain't been to an indie show in you know, right, right, right. a long time. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll ride with you. So we rode up there. Come to find out it's some of the same people that I, I was in the business with. Now, right. you know, it's kind of funny because I told uh, my ex-wife that, I said, hey, you, you know I was a pro wrestler, right? And she's like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you... Whatever, because right, right. we we had just recently started watching again, yeah. and uh, she's like, "Oh, whatever." Stop lying. I was like, "Okay, right. we're gonna go to the show, and and, and you know, yeah, I'll be able to pinpoint a few things." At that time, I didn't know 
who all was there. Come to find out, Travis. Travis was there. He right. was working. Mr. B, Noah, you know, a bunch of the guys that, you know, that were in with the same company that, you know, is no longer in existence. Right. But, uh, and after the show, everyone's, oh, what's up, Coop? You know, hey, you get back in, you know, whatever. You know, that's, yeah. that's generally the first question that always comes back. You know, is, oh, you, you going to get back in? I was like, man, I don't know. After watching this, you know, it's kind of, you kind of got that itch again. You know, yeah. Man, what, I miss that, you know. Yeah. I, being in the crowd, you know. I've been to WrestleMania, and I've been to several, countless, countless indie shows. There's nothing like an indie show, man. Did you get, to get a crowd of people to pay money to come see an indie show of a bunch of guys that they've probably never seen. Right. To just have a good time. Right. And the, the atmosphere to get, because indie workers, that, that's one of our prides is getting the fans into their match, right? And I just, I got that feeling. I was like, man, these guys are, are, are they're, they're still with it. They're still doing it. They still got it. They're drawing me into it. Man, I missed that. I missed that. The interaction with the crowd, the, the the getting the kids involved. You know that that that's that's one of the biggest things that has has been dri- driving driving me. Right. And uh, I just I got that itch back. Man, you know a lot of a lot of these uh, a lot of the podcasts we do like oh it's fun it's happy it's whatever. I kind of like the fact that your story was like man I was done with this. Yeah. Like I was I was driven because of of. It was no longer about the yeah. magic of wrestling. It was right. about the money and mm-hmm. promoters and 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 whatever. Do y'all know? Um, just quick. Do y'all know other people that have been through your situation who have felt used or it might um, be, stepped out of the business it, 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 or you know, maybe uh, I mean, I for a time um, yeah. I, I didn't really step all the way out, but I had to take a step back because uh, you had just the situation where people. It's like I'm not gonna. Um, usually I name drop, but I'm gonna keep this real. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, a promotion that I was in, and I was working rather frequently with them. Everything was good. A guy comes in, and because I didn't fit that mold that he had, you know, I was uh, wiped off the card. I went from being booked there regularly, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. to not being booked at all. But as soon as that person did what they they do and it was mess everybody over um the the promotion called me straight back so i'm like i'm so i'm sitting there wondering do i really want to go back to this promotion because they let one individual sit you know push me to the side right now like i don't know if uh who's all out there listening i hope you're listening to us you know how we do but it's i'm um i'm a humble guy you know i try to be uh, want to get guys in the back, you know, I'll joke and clown with you all day long, but it was time to get it, time to get it. I do believe uh, having strong work ethic and working with everybody, everybody works as a team to complete that goal. But when you have an individual who doesn't is not like-minded as that, it causes uh, chaos and confusion, and it stops the show from being what it could be to something it shouldn't be. It should be about everybody, not just that one particular person. You know, mm-hmm. right. So that's what caused me to step away. I'm like, had to rethink about it. But then, you know, I, like what Coop said, you go to an indie show, you see everybody, and they're like, man, you getting back in? And there's something about the music, the crowd, the cheering, the booing, something that draws you back into it. And it's like, Chanting. I love no. this. 
You know I'm a channer, yeah. baby. Oh, you yeah. know I'm a channer. The the, the haggler. Yes, that's me. <laughs> hey, let me let me uh, let me ask you this, Coop. And I know we're kind of uh, on an uplift, but uh, do you feel? I know I've never asked anybody straight up this. Do you feel like you're gonna make it to the WWE? I'll be honest with you. Honest. As honest as I possibly can be. Yeah. I I don't feel I would make it to the WWE. Right. But I, I'm willing to give it a shot. Right. You know. And and I ask you that to say, okay, so I'm just hearing your story, man. You you're this little kid and you kind of backyard wrestle and then your buddy's like find a, a ring, which is like finding a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow in a backyard, you know, and so you jump in that. I'm just listening, so I'm hearing. Yeah. And and then and then, you know, and then you get in these promotions and you're in love with this thing and it's like having this girl the first time you have love and you realize this girl is crazy she done <laughs> broke my heart into a million pieces but i love her and we all have that friend we all have that guy that just bro i don't i don't even understand what you're doing right now oh i, don't, I didn't mean to touch on that oh mr nate laws reaches over and hugs his boy like you know um and, and yet you're you're done you're done you're done with wrestling so you step out of wrestling and then you just see it and you feel it, and you step into it, and that that magic we're always talking about—that electricity just kind of mm-hmm. starts raising the hair on the back of your head, mm-hmm. and you're like, "I gotta do it again." Yeah. No matter. Oh, and most people like like, "Hey, fool me, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, or fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm out." And most people we know just cut people out of their lives. Yeah wrestling and the love of wrestling and the passion for wrestling is even bigger than you being screwed over you're like this is probably gonna happen again but i'm in it like i'm back i know this girl's crazy i know my tires are about to get slashed but i'm in this (laughs) you know i i uh uh, um and so when i ask you i don't mean to it's not as an insult it's not whatever oh hey will you make it to WWE? you're like "Mm, i don't know but i'm gonna try it doesn't even that's not even it doesn't even matter you love wrestling so much you're getting in these indie shows and you're fighting in front of uh, 300 people and 20 people and 10. It doesn't matter because that magic is there. And I, most of the times we get people and hear the story, oh, yeah, I did this, 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 and this big uplift and it's happy and we're all laughing. I really dig the fact you came on here and was like, no, 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 wrestling broke me. Yeah. Like I was done. But it's so whatever that word is that we can't really find the right word. We just say magic is there that even though it broke me and I was done and angry and whatever. I'm getting back in that ring right. because there's nothing else in the world like it. And I love the fact that you 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 said it and we didn't have to prompt you. We didn't even we didn't even talk. We didn't have like this pregame like, hey, this is what we're talking about. But you touched on indie wrestling, and that's something that me and Nate want to kind of bring to the forefront around here yeah. with the promotions around here, with whatever, because we love it. And it's hard to describe until you're in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just, I just want to say thanks for bringing that story. And we'll, well, I mean, we'll keep going. I'm not shutting you down. I'm just saying I think yeah. it's kind of – cool to see that and hear that like no I was done but no I couldn't mm-hmm. she's my mistress man I couldn't uh, <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't leave it alone and so um um anyways that's cool man so you jump back in the ring you're doing it now yeah yeah yep got back into uh trying to get back into shape you know get back yeah. in ring shape and everything like that you know but really the way I really got back into it cuz uh, I did like a tryout for uh XWO Reborn and What is uh, that? That was a promotion uh, based that we were going to out in Huntsville. Okay. Uh, they they had a, a show out in Alvin, and that's where I did my tryout. And the funny thing was, I had a squash match. Yeah. Uh, I was the squash 
the, it, can it, we it, use the word jobber? Do you like to use that word? Yeah, I, I, I was I was the the, the jobber. For, I'm a fan that, of the right? jobbers, man. I get so hype right now. WWE, are you, are you watching the product right now? Are you mm-hmm. watching anything on mm-hmm. TV? Okay, WWE mm-hmm. in the last few weeks, Braun Strowman has come out, and there's just a dude who's like. 200 pounds lighter than him in a singlet that you know he probably like just found in a closet or something. <laughs> just looking at this dude like and then even uh, Nia Jax has been they've been bringing a lot of um, you say enhancement talent you know whatever people from that city that probably you know are on Indian yeah. dude just getting stomped like and I appreciate like uh, when I think back as wrestling as a kid I'm probably the biggest Barry Horowitz fan he remember he had the hand on his back <laughs> yeah. and he would pat himself like like, I was looking for that toy when I was little. I was like, yeah, okay, the Ultimate Warrior is cool, Mom, but can I get some Barry Horowitz in my life? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, I guess everybody needs a little pat on their back every once in a while. Do you so. remember 90s, Job Squad, Pin Me, Pay Me? Yes. What it was, uh, what was it? Blue Meanie. Blue Meanie. Was Al Snow. Uh-huh. And there was another one. Who was that? It was, uh, was it Bob Holly? Was it? I, I, I don't I'm trying know. to Maybe remember. Crash? No, no, know, not crash. But it basically, they had the shirt one, two, three. I, pin I, me, pay I me. I remember the job. I remember oh, the shirt, and I remember uh, Meanie because uh, you remember every shirt Meanie wears because they only wearing half of a shirt. You know, BWO. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that was cool. So man, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the talent has been. I'm a fan of the job. So you don't have to come like, oh, what's the job? Like, man, I'm about oh, that life. Yeah. You know? No, no. I, yeah. It, it, it was just an opportunity. It was a tryout. Yeah. And pretty much what it showed me is. Uh, I, I could still hang. Yeah. Because ultimately, the guy that I was working with was, again, Travis. Yeah. And he's got a strong belief. He, they're, they're, he doesn't like squash matches. Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately, it was still a job. I was under a mask, you know, and, and it was just one of those deals where I was going to get him over. But he wanted me to have have, have, a, have a, some shine. You yeah. know, so I, that's that's more or less what, what we did. And for that... A five six minute match, I was blown up. <laughs> I, you know, ring shape yeah. is, is hard to get back into whenever you've yeah. had five year hiatus, and, and just that feeling that everybody's like, man, so so you've been gone for how long? Five years. Like, yeah. man, I, I couldn't tell. I was man, that uh, that was right. I, that made, that just fueled like, my fire. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Really? Right. Got to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that, that fueled it, and ultimately, what came out of that uh, is Travis, myself, and uh, another uh, wrestler, uh, Bam Bam Steel. Okay. We uh, we had kind of a brainstorm. We kind of wanted to do our own, uh, put it, put it together a promotion. Yeah. Because we we didn't want to do like uh, what some other people had done. Uh, we just wanted to have a promotion to where we could have some, some talented guys come in yeah. and, and, and do what they wanted to do, where we were more of a... You are just giving them an opportunity. Yeah, give them an opportunity. Uh, you know, Here's it, your it, platform. It, it, yeah. It's, you know, get, get themselves over, get them some exposure, and just have a good camaraderie. You know, we, we wanted everybody to have a good time, to want to come and, and work there. You know what I'm saying? And, and work some of their stuff out. Some of the, all the storylines that we worked, we worked with the talent. We were like, you know, yeah. like, wh- what do you want to do? Like, right. What kind of story do you want to tell? Most of them were like, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Aren't, aren't you supposed to tell me? You're like, no, that's not what we're doing there. <laughs> like, we all those things you wanted to say, you can say now. I think that's oh, awesome. I, mean, I think one storyline we had, it was, it, was, it was awesome. We had Cash mm-hmm. against the Bolster. Mm-hmm. And it, we were playing off the... the uh, 
the Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan yeah, type yeah. thing. You know, it was just it was great. It was, you know, there's a lot of fun fun stuff we, we had, you know. Shout out to Cash, Killer Cash, ACW. Shout out to Bolster. He out there doing this thing. Yeah, awesome. awesome. John Deere. Okay. Is that a wrestler or a yes. tractor? No, okay. he's actually yeah. a wrestler. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I'm like, I do. Well, shout out to tractors. I ain't scared. Hey, we got a thing for tractors. <laughs> hey, it's all good, like, baby. Nate's in, in a lot of like, green and yellow right now, so I thought that's what you were. Oh, no, Oregon, baby. Oregon. Baby. Oregon. Oh, oh. I wonder why you threw no at me when I saw you. I don't, I don't know what you're saying. Oh. Said. I said, oh. But uh, no, nah, man, that's cool, Coop. Uh, so so what do you. What do you uh, um, you're just kind of. Still on the indie circuit right now. You're just looking for promotions around Texas, getting the rock. How far are you willing to go now? Because well, you know, I, the current situation that I'm in, right. you know, I, I I I can travel. Right. You know, I can travel. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I'm. I would like to go out to Louisiana, Oklahoma. I'd like to hit up some of the, you know, try make it a territorial thing. You know, right. Very cool. Some of the Gulf Coast. I'm not scared of traveling. Very cool. Uh, so it's still in you. Like you're oh, not, yeah, it's you, still, This ain't just like, oh, I just do this on the weekend. Mm-hmm. This is like, hey, if you give me a ring, I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 always fun, man. It's just, I, I couldn't, it's, it's, I have a passion for it. That's awesome. Yeah. So so right now, so, so we kind of follow the journey you're out, and how long have you been back in? Uh, wow. Uh, how long have I been back in? Yeah. Hmm. 2008 2008 okay so it's been a little bit it's been yeah. a little bit for the last eight years just picking up shows as you go yeah yeah I like that what um what do you love about wrestling I love and and don't get me wrong right I love wrestling I love the the performance right but, but what I truly truly love about this this profession that we do this this uh the sport I love the interaction with the kids. That's cool. Because no matter what, we we, we could have you know one of the one of our most horrible spots. But when we come out of that ring or we come out you know at the intermission to the kids, we're we're the John Cena's. Right. We're we're the Mrs. We're the you know I mean we're the superstars. It's the closest thing you're going to get to real life superheroes mm-hmm. sitting in front of you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You know? I'd like to take a second and say. That yeah. you mentioned John Cena and he did not say anything. Well, I oh. mean, you know, I, I mean, mean, I know yeah. you can't see him or anything. They oh, are, oh, they oh, are. Oh. I mean, no, I don't gotta, you know, I don't gotta, I don't gotta, um, you know, I, I feel bad for Cena. He left his armband in the middle of that ring and he's, he's forgetful. He's starting to lose his mind. I mean, <laughs> he's leaving stuff around. How can I dog a man with Alzheimer's? I, I don't, uh, you know, but no, man. And they, the, the kids see you as, you know, I mean, they're wrong, but if they like John Cena, but I. Uh, <laughs> If that's her thing, that's her thing, you know. Like, you got to teach her. I know. I, when a little kid comes to me and says, oh, you like wrestling? I'm like, yeah. First of all, I'm a grown man talking to this little kid about how passionate I am about wrestling. He's like, I love John Cena. And I'm like, do I teach this kid right? Because his daddy done, done, did him wrong teaching him that stuff. So I don't know if I need to teach this kid about... Um, and even my kid, man, I have like I'm I'm I consider myself a big wrestling fan. I got wrestling memorabilia. I got a championship belt hanging off. Um, hanging right by my bed, I have to slap it before I climb in there with the misses, you know. Like, like, you slap your belt again. I'm like, she's like, I'm going to sleep. She rolls over, whatever. Um, but my kid, uh, I have an eight year old and a six year old, and I'm trying to shove wrestling down their throats. Like most dads are, like do math. I'm like, hey, come watch this spot. It's awesome, you know. 
Um, but my kid, like, I mean, he's like, no, whatever, Dad. I'm like, hey, watch Raw with me. Now you gotta understand, they're 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 in this generation where it's like they're quick, boom, 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 boom. Three hours is a long time for them to sit. Yeah. And my kids are just done. They're like, where's my, you know, where's my DS? And so they're playing. They're leaving the room. I'm like, fine, I watch Raw with myself. John Cena's music hits, and one of mine comes running in, and he's so excited. I'm like. You like John Cena? He's like, yeah, Daddy's my favorite wrestler. And I'm just brokenhearted because I didn't ruin my kid's life. I'm trying to teach him. <laughs> so that's it. He just likes John Cena. He has no nothing. I try to teach him, and they're just done. They're just they don't want nothing. Um, you know, I took my oldest one to a roast show, and he really liked it. So it's a slow, it's a low, slow process. Like he was gonna go to my last roast show with me. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey man, you want to go? And I said, you can do one thing. I'm gonna take your brother to one thing. I'm gonna take you to one thing because I try to do. I have so many. I got so many kids. It takes me a long time to do one thing with yeah. them. And he's like, uh, I'm like, what are you going to do? He's like, what are you going to do with my brother? And he's like, I'm going to take him to a movie. And he's like, I think I'd rather do that. And so I'm like, are you re- we were bonding. We had this amazing bonding experience. And now you want to go watch Kubo, <laughs> you know? And so uh, that's kind of what went down with me and my wrestling. But I'm trying. I'm getting I'm getting them. My twins, though, I have three-year-old twins. They just turned uh, three last week. I don't think I'm having any trouble because on a daily, we have to break them up. Like, they're <laughs> three years old fist fighting. Like, Heck it's insane. Yeah. Jumping off couches, like, no fear. And I'm like, you're going to, we don't, you know. And you hear them. Like, I just hear from the other room, one of them screaming, Cannonball! They don't talk that much, and they know the word cannonball, and they're coming off the top rope, landing on each other. So, um, you know, the top cushion. Yeah, yeah. I wish. <laughs> don't even use cushions sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. One of the twins, uh, he crossbodied me. I was laying on the thing off the top. Came off the top of our bed. Boom! I mean, knocked the wind out of me. I was trying to yell at him. I couldn't. You know. I said, "Dang it!" So that's my life. My well, kids. He, my kids beat me up. Well, when he said top rope, I was actually thinking I he know. might have a ring. No. In the house. Yeah. It was a bed. It's it's like, was, uh, like what he said earlier, it's like, hey, has anybody got a restroom ring in their backyard? You know, he's yeah. got it in his living room. Oh, mm-hmm. my Lord. I, I don't even know what I'd do with the restroom ring. I'd get her. And I'd be like, hey, I got this. I'd call Nate and be like, I got this restroom ring in my backyard. Next time you see me, I'm having a, a, my arm in a cast. <laughs> like, I had to try. It's, I, not, I, a, it's not a trampoline. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I thought I could somersault, but I just landed on my head. I, <laughs> I, I cannot do. <laughs> Chevy is not made for shooting star presses. Yeah, I can just, tell just you make that. sure you record it. Put that. Put it yeah. on YouTube. Oh, I've seen. I, I, I scour YouTube for wrestling yeah. injuries. I'm so bad. <laughs> Dudes be breaking their necks. I'm like, hey, well, everybody, watch this. You know, I like so. that one video with that dude. Hitting, hitting it off the top rope mm-hmm. where he lands on his neck. That's the one. Oh. That's the one I show everybody. People are like, wrestling's fake. I'm like, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good. It's good The thing stuff. gets me about it is he kicks out. Oh, I love that. He kicks <laughs> he out. He kicked out, dude. He wouldn't, you know. And they're like, no, don't kick out. And then he's like, he's like, no, 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 no. Just, 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 right. just take the pin. Right. <laughs> I like the other dude should have like... Like laid back and let him put him on. I was I was doing motions like y'all can actually see me. We're on a podcast, no, but uh, I think the other guy should have sold for him. Yeah, <laughs> should have turned it, you know. So I'm like that guy. Is that guy selling? No, he broke his neck. <laughs> That's the best sell I've seen. Best sell I've seen that in years. Like whenever whenever uh, Austin broke his neck and he, he oh, ended yeah. up uh, rolling up. He caused the worst roll up in history. Oh yeah. <laughs> So, uh, man, very cool, Coop, man. Thank you for telling your story, man. I like the, the um, I don't say darker, but a little like, man, it's not always, uh, not everybody's shooting to NXT. There's right, guys that are right. so stinking passionate. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think it is. Like, like there's this whole side of love that makes you crazy, and I'm kind of comparing it to relationships. I don't know if y'all have ever been there, but, yeah. you know, you're, you're you, like, you can't even see straight, so sometimes you do have to step out and do, like, no, no, no. I love this. I'm getting back in, and and I mean, I think you go. You know, it, it's it's. I hope we're we're in an age where uh, promoters are 
uh, you know, treating talent better and understand that, hey, like, rest, people love this thing. So if you don't get your stuff together as a promoter, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure right down the road there's another promotion it's, popping it's, up. Especially with this day and age where social media is so big. Yeah. Uh, you you got to be real careful because people will know. Mm-hmm. People will know. And they, they, they will right. tell their opinions. Right, mm-hmm. right. So... It, you know. What is uh what is next for Onyx Cooper? Uh, I got it. Look, I, I just rolled my ankle. I, I realized I'm I'm uh I'm a little more sensitive. <laughs> uh huh. So I'm, I'm gonna have to get that a little bit better. Yeah. I, I gotta get back in the gym. Get back in the gym. I gotta get back in the gym. Every time I see a picture of Nate Laws, Nate he's Laws in the gym. blowing up Facebook. Wait, gym never selfies. seen his face. Never ne- seen his face in the picture. One time, there's one picture, and if you if you scour down his page. Mm-hmm. You will find it. Right. I want to say it was like like maybe four months ago, and I, I I'm hoping somebody listening to this actually does this. There is one picture where he shows his face, and it's only because I was giving him a bunch of crap about it. It's like, yeah. come on, just 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 do one picture. No right. no no, just do one picture. So he did the one. Yep. Y'all think he's holding a, a cell phone. It's really a flat screen TV. This man is so big. Like, <laughs> uh, well, I'm like, you, you, you know who I am. You know what I do. Yeah. He, but, he's utilizing the, the, the iPhone 6 Plus widescreen <laughs> projector screen. Actually, it's an iPad mini. So <laughs> right uh-huh. Bro, that ain't no mini. <laughs> um, so, man, Mr. Onyx, so you're healing up that ankle. And then hopefully, man, look look for, for a, a local card near you, Mr. Onyx Cooper. Anything else you want to say before? We're going we're gonna to get into something else real quick, but you're going to be a part of it. But anything you want to say is part of your story. Man, uh, no, I just, it's been pretty cool. I've, I've never been involved with a podcast like this. this well, there pretty, is no podcast like this. Yeah. We're Chopped to the Chest Radio, Radio baby! baby. It feels good. It feels good. Good atmosphere. Uh, right, 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 right. Before we get into that, man, before we close it down, we're we're talking, we're gonna throw a little 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 opinions out there. We're talking top three favorite entrances of all time in wrestling. Mr. Nate Laws, you brought the question, my friend, so you better have some answers. Okay. We're gonna start off with you. Ooh, come on, come on, come on. Okay, all right, all right. I wanna say my first one was um, Dusty Rhodes. American Dream. When you hear that bell, do, do, mm-hmm. he's just a common man. Yeah, you know, WWE. He comes out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. WWE back in the gap. Okay. What, what was amazing about that is you're seeing a fat man with polka dots, uh-huh. which I don't know if life gets better. Even to this day, if I see any fat men in polka dots, I, there's something in me that's excited about it. I just got to come to him and high five for right, yeah, right. buddy, right there. I know. And then okay. he danced and everything. Dusty Rose was amazing. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Continue. Go ahead. Okay, also, number two, I want to say, um, got. Um, my man, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, I want to say when I first listened to him, when you heard, do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Yes. And then the music hits and he comes out, you know, he hits it with that look, you know, uh, you're obviously on the podcast, you can't see me. Right. He hits the arm, flips the oh, eyebrow, the neck, yes. and he's in there. And they lost. I'm impressed with your little neck flip you did with oh, the eyebrow. On, like, like, it was good. It was, I, felt like, I felt like... Uh, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was right next to me. Oh, oh, we were, we were going to be in uh, Fast and the Furious 9. More, saw, more like Central Intelligence. <laughs> uh, right, right, <laughs> I like that. I seen a meme the other day, uh, uh, side note, uh, Fast and Furious 9, and it was like them fighting Hitler, <laughs> and the 9 was like, 9, like German. <laughs> it was good. Okay. Yeah. Made my day, actually. You got one more. Come on. One more. Okay, okay. Um... I know you probably gonna give me a little grief for this, but uh, come on, it want to be AJ Styles, but back when he was in TNA, 
You his, never saw his, it. His I Am by by um I believe his name is uh Dale Oliver. Man, when that music hits, it's just he comes out, he flips up the hood, and he just bam, he's in the building. That's cool. He, he lets you I, know. I mean, he's kind of doing the, the the same vibe now. I will tell you this: I'm going to jump back on the rock real quick. Even to this day, that man music hits, and I mean, it's like when they say he's the most electric. Like he, I don't know if he coined that himself, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, and it just came to life. But even WrestleMania, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dogging him. I'm not a giant rock fan. I'm not. He doesn't get me too hype. But nowadays, when I see him, there's something like special it's about. Like, the He's whole so charismatic. The, I mean, with just a couple steps and a look, and the place is on fire. And I just like, man, that's that's good. You know, okay. if he was a bad guy, he'd be about it. But okay, oh, now, now, Mister Onyx Cooper, your top three. Let's run them. Come on. Top three. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna go with the TNA. With the TNA is my, my what, number three what is spot. TNA. That's total uh, nonstop. Boo! I'm just kidding. I'm anti-TNA. I'm sorry. Uh, that TNA is actually what brought one of the ones that's actually brought me back into wrestling. Okay. I started watching the, you know, the Velvet Skies. You know. He won't hold that against you. Yeah. Go ahead, I you might. Go. I'm, sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, but the yeah. beautiful people's entrance. Come on. Let's hear was, it. Let's hear it. Okay, so my top, my, my number three spot, I would have to say, is actually a tag team. Okay. It's one of my fonder tag teams. I, I, I actually thought very highly of them. It was beer, money. Just the way that they, right. you know, just and, and, I don't know what it was. It was uh, Lance Storm and... No, no. this was uh, James Storm and Bobby Roode. That's what I mean, not Lance Storm. I meant James you, you Storm. You lose player right. points right there. I do. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I, I saw Cowboy Hats. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really liked their uh, their their whole tag team. It was just it was a great gimmick, I thought. And I, I really bought into it. And just whenever they, right in the middle of the ring, you know, hit their phrase, you know, beer. And the yeah. fans were all into it. It's just it was a great, uh, great all around experience. But that my number two, I'm gonna have to say, is another one of my favorite wrestlers. But uh, he kind of, I almost hate to say because it it's almost like taboo now. But, yeah, uh, do it, just do Chris, it. Chris Benoit, his entrance music. See, I don't, dude. Honestly, I don't even remember his his. Uh, I've seen a lot of his matches, but. Oh, you can show me. You can show me afterwards. I yeah, want to yeah, see. Yeah. I'm interested in seeing. Um, it's Chris Benoit's music, and uh, my my number one favorite of all time, and I hate to say it, but I'm gonna say it anyways. With Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nah, that, that was my glass breaking, that, baby. that glass breaking. Oh I, just, I, I had you know put put you know yeah, yeah, emphasis yeah. on it, but not that glass breaking. Psh, you know, somebody about to get yeah. the ass whooped. Watch your hands on the table. Oops, sorry. Oh. Watch your hands on the table, on Sorry, no, sorry I'm just I broke, I the broke glass the Break the glass. I was trying to do it for the radio. Yeah, so, I hear you. Know, you I hear you. Hear podcast, people you know? just like, oh, their, their speakers are bumping in their car. Mm. Oh, oh, I scope is getting crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve I, I, to that, you know, uh, I wish, I mean, I, if I, I wish I could just make that my alarm in the morning or something. I get up, yeah. I kick my wife in the head, throw my shirt on one of my kids, let's get to school, throwing kids through windows in the Explorer, <laughs> just doing it. We're going to school. Dun, 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 dun. I'm in it. So that's your three, that's right? Three. Uh, no, last but not least. I, I'm not. I'm Stone Cold. My number one. Like, there's no better better entrance than uh, Stone Cold. Man, you know what? I'm trying to think. I, I, recently, I'm gonna throw this one out there that I'm kind of in love with. Uh, and and again, I haven't totally forgiven him for the TNA rub. But but have y'all seen Bobby Roode's entrance and NXT? Glorious, glorious, glorious. I mean, it is good. Mm. Um, and then ultimate. I mean, the, the the ultimate entrance of all time belongs to my boy Ultimate. 
warrior. Oh. There was no stopping him. Uh, he don't care. The ring could have been in the next building. <laughs> he just went running full speed. Um, his entrance was actually longer than most of his matches, yeah. but, it, I mean, you heard that. He was the first, I think, that uh, you really saw. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, but back in the day, um, I think he was the, one of the first. Hulk Hogan was good. I mean, there was a lot of people went crazy, but when you talk about electrifying entrances, like, when that dude came, you knew what was about Something's about to go down. Like, yeah. it's full throttle. There's no holding back. Get off your seats. Get in it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's kind of where I'm at. And the top three entrances, if you're out there listening into Chop to the Chess World, man, message our page. We have a Facebook called Chop to the Chess Radio. Join it. Like us. Tell us about your favorite entrances. Throw some up there if you want. We don't care, man. Throw some videos up there. Um, Mr. Onyx Cooper. You're stinking amazing. Thank you I for... It. No problem. Thank hey, you for... Can I for, add one yeah. more to the list? You can do whatever you want. Edge. You think you know me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with Edge, but when he was with the brood. That, I, I like that. that. When they came one. up from the ground, mm -hmm. um, and there was fire, and then yeah. people were like, what is that? Oh, that's Gangrel. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so... Uh, but yeah, man, I, I feel that. I feel, and you want to throw one more out there? <laughs> I'm just want to come in on his yeah. real quick. Uh, the Edge and Christian when they had the kazoos when they did Edge's music. Oh, <laughs> you think you know me? So good. You think you know me? So, you know what? I went for a long time just hating Christian, um, just because Captain Charisma. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he kind of made a comeback a few years back, mm -hmm. but for some reason I'm just like, old man Christian, what is he doing here? <laughs> yeah. Um, but going back and watching Edge and Christian, he won me back over, man. Yeah. I mean, they were hilarious. Yeah. And what really got me was Edge and Christian's show that they oh, have yeah. on the network right Tony now. Uh, awesome. Yes, 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 yes. And so I thought that they just kind of, uh, so all my boys are going to make fun of me because I went in a long time dogging uh, Christian. But uh, I like his finisher too. You know? I actually became a big fan of his, because uh, I liked Edge and Christian as a tag team, but really whenever he went to TNA. Right. And he actually showed some, some really, really good matches. I mean, mm -hmm. he just... Oh, he brought me he brought me back as a fan of his. Right. And then he came back to WWE. They're dead to me. <laughs> when they go to TNA, dead to me. Yeah. Well, hold on. So. Well, well the, you know, it kind of fizzled out, you know. Right. But, but I would figure you would be a fan of that because I know one of your favorite scenes is Shawn Michaels kicking Marty Jannetty. Yes. In the, the barbershop, right? Putting him to the barbershop window. Well, okay, so fast forward a few years, you got Asian Christian. You know, Edge is getting, he's getting, remember, I don't know if you remember the storyline, he's getting all these accolades, people loving him, he getting shampoo commercials and everything. He actually won, I believe, the King of the Ring, and he got the big old trophy and everything, and Christian is like, you know, hey, he's trying to do everything. Um, you know, at one point in time, they were brothers, so yeah. Edge gets a call from Grandma, and he's talking on the phone, then uh, Christian's like, hey, Grandma, it's me, and she hangs up the phone, and he's just like, and it's just feeding that anger in him. So he finally turns on Edge, hits him with the chair, concerto, and then it's just a just a big uh, rivalry between the both of them. Right. So, I mean, that right there is just, I feel like that right there just set the tone for me when it came to Christian and Edge doing right. their thing. So it's, no matter where they're at, you're in it. Oh, yeah. Even mm -hmm. if they're a teenager, even if they go to the dark side, even if they go where... Somebody was telling me, they were talking the other day, and they were like, I was like, hey, you watch NXT? And they were like, what do you mean, NXT and A? 
because all those wrestlers are starting to jump over there. And I was like, oh, no, I don't mean that at all. Bobby Roode better be lucky I'm talking about him because he didn't get... My thing is, if they leave TNA and they go to somewhere else and they get the, the, the rub off of them, like they go to the Indies, they go to Japan, they go whatever, then I can like them. But Bobby Roode, his entrance, though, is, uh, is pretty legit. And he's kind of... Maybe he's going to be my one to break me, but yeah. not yet. Yeah. I'm staying strong. He's there to work for. Oh, uh, yeah. He's got to work yeah, I know. He's going to do it. Um, I was going to get into some news, but I realized I'm going to talk about it anyways. We record like two weeks in advance, so this will come out in two weeks. But two weeks ago, The Miz dropped a pot bomb on Daniel Bryan. Did you see that? Sir? Yes, I did. So did you see that? That fed me because I, I just happened to see it on Facebook. That that If it was unscripted, which chances are it could have been. Right. Yeah. I right. think talking smack, they're kind of real like, hey, go. Yeah. You know, check it out. I I think he it, it hit a sore spot. Yeah. And I think he he's like, you know what, I'm gonna go with this, and he went with it, and he 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 brought the paycheck. He went. Okay. And what do you think, Nate Lost? Man, uh, that's how I feel about it. Um, Miz, he's a, you know, he worked his way up. I got respect for him. What it was WrestleMania 27 mm-hmm. when he when he did the whole thing against him and John Cena. The build up for that was awesome. You know, I see he fell off a little bit, but. With, with that, because CM Punk should have been in that. Is that what you're saying? Well, I ain't gonna. Oh, that's what I was saying. Total I seen personality. The, I seen the CM Punk documentary. That's yeah. what it was about. But go ahead. Okay, but see, but what happened was when he did his version of the pipe bomb. Right. It. I mean, it it, it hit me sort of. It hit me sort of to the heart because the way he's talking to Daniel Bryan, I think I take pride in where Daniel Bryan came from. Right. He came from the Bingo House. He came from the VFW House. He came from all that and worked his way up. The Miz, he never had to go. He uh, tough enough. You know, real world. You know, he started training. Went to tough enough. He got on. Okay. Daniel Bryan had to work. You know, pick himself up by the bootstraps. You know, traveling. Got to sit and sleep in the car, peanut butter jelly sandwiches and all that. Right, right. And for the Miz to come to him and say that, I found that I, although it was television, very entertaining, right. I felt he disrespected Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan, everything that he's done for this business, you know, right. everything, they told him he couldn't do it. He came, went to Japan. You remember? Yeah. And for people who don't know that Daniel Bryan's real name is Brian Danielson. Right, look it up. The American, American Dragon. Dragon. You know, finisher, the cattle mutilator. Oh, right. man. Sick. Right. But for the Miz to do it, I understand it's good TV, everything. But for him to say that, he does. He ne- he never been to that struggle. He had his own struggles. I give right. him that. But he's never been to that struggle. Never been where they couldn't cover the pay. Right. You know, where you had to work three or four shows. Right. You know, to... Pretty much, he's never took... Driven down the road that Mr. Onyx Cooper was talking about today. Right. Like, with that. Right. Like, I don't think Miz was ever like, I can't afford boots, or I can't, yeah. you know, I haven't worked enough shows, or, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys, and, you know, I'm not just saying this, whatever, because you're sitting across the table from me, y'all are like the foundation of everything that, that wrestling should be. I mean, you put your time in, you put your, you leave it all out in the ring, you know, and you're not doing it for the lights, you're not doing it for the fame, you're not doing it for the show, you're doing it for, because that passion Case in point, Mr. Onyx Cooper steps out for five years, sees a ring, sees a show. It's almost like a magnet. It's getting so, like I can't leave this. And um, um, you know, the flip side to that is, 
I, you know me. I didn't, I didn't like The Miz at all. And Eddie, uh, uh, um, El Guaps, Eddie shout out El to Guapo. El Guaps that was on our Summer Spectacular, kind of won me over to it. He's like, why don't you like The Miz? If you're the heel guy, you love all these heels, The Miz is a perfect heel. And I just couldn't say anything he did. I didn't think he was a great wrestler. I finally repugged Right, right, and that's uh, that's uh, trying to steal my boy's catch line. Um, hey, shout out to Guap, baby. Uh, shout out to Guaps, and he uh, he um, he won me over. I said, you know, you're right. I should love the Miz. Everything the Miz does, if it was anybody else, I would love it. And then so I, I kind of jumped on board the Miz, and then he pulled this, and I'm like, I'm in love. Like even if it, there was truth to it, um, he just made everybody either love him or hate him. And I think it's been a long time since somebody grabbed a mic. Um, and I want to say, and I could be wrong. I can't think of really anything else besides the CM Punk. Where there was so much truth in it, you're not sure if it's a work or a, a um, you know part of the show or whatever. You just don't know. And um, it, it was it was, there was there was this like beauty about it, it where it's like there's yeah it was raw and it was energy and he was angry and he was getting out. And I think they've tried it a few times with other wrestlers and it hasn't hit. It's yeah. been like missing the nail in the head. But this one, I think people are tuned in, people are looking, yeah. and and they're gonna uh, they have to be very. Uh, uh, careful and, and almost uh, maniacal about what they they do with the Miz next, mm-hmm. um, um, the steps they take with them because he's I mean he's hot right now. I think that one little thing is is this is gonna be career turning yeah. I believe. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up and I know like I said this happened like two weeks ago. It's by the time this comes out, <laughs> but um, we're talking wrestling baby and it's still gonna be people's minds. We're still gonna be talking about it. So in the next few weeks we'll see what happened to the Miz and it, it had already happened by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. And so hopefully that he's on on a good heel run and. And um, he's either like, and I like that. It's not like, I think the the, the Stone Colds and the CM Punks and um, all these guys made it cool to be a heel. And that line between old school, like, no, I want you to hate me. Like, I wish if we were in Mexico right now, I don't want you to stab me in those kind of arenas. Mm-hmm. It's kind of gone. There's not too many. But the Miz might be able to, to pull that off because he's so irritating. He's so annoying. Mm-hmm. And if he can start really backing it up in the ring, which I'm not saying he's not, but I mean really step up his... Um, in, in there showing off what he can do mm-hmm. and cutting promos like that, people getting stabbed, and I love that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, go ahead. You got something? Yeah, but do you remember when he was hit, when he won the WWE title? That's when I was like, at the, I was at that point where I was really digging him because all the stuff that he was doing, all the trash he was talking. See, I didn't like, see that. I was kind mm-hmm. of, uh, I, I came back a little bit after that. Like, yeah. that was what, about... That was a few years back. It was a few years back. So. Yeah, so I've I mean, been I've been back into wrestling for about yeah. five years as far as watching being a fan. Um so just the, the the way he brought it, the way he was healing it up, that's the best way I can yeah. say it. And he was just hated. He comes out there, he takes the they had the spinner bill back then, you know, the Miz's symbol is the WWE flipped upside oh, down. Lord. So he had it yeah. set like that. He comes out, he's got this little Snidely Whiplash-looking guy with him, and Alex Riley, he's walking around with the uh, suitcase. I believe yeah. it was the Samsonite suitcase, or I remember back in the day, Ric Flair, all the famous guys used to use the Halliburton suitcase. Yeah. So if you know about old school wrestling, tell me about the Halliburton suitcase. You know what it is. Right. So th- he's coming in, and he's just like this pompous arrogance, and he was doing that, right? And it was just, that was an awesome time, and it looked like he's bringing it back. Other than that issue with him and Dane Brown and the talk, I mean, if what it, like you said, whatever they do with him now, it's gonna set the tone. Right. So hopefully on Tuesday, or two weeks from now, if they on Tuesday, yeah. whatever they do with him, hope to see something even better. Yeah. 
Yeah. I hope um, it's not a one and done. I hope yeah, it's Yeah, I, I hope if they turn him into like a, a, a goofy, funny, like doing the... Yeah, the, I think this is definitely a serious turn for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. Because, you know, back whenever they, they were... He was with John Morrison doing the, the you know, the, the dirt sheets. And, yeah, you know, yeah. And all that good stuff. I, it, it seemed like for the so, for so long he's, he's had that Hollywood... Uh, Persona, right? yeah. yeah. yeah in, so they, they've, they've played the, the, the comic side, and I, I, I really think that that's more or less what you guys are getting at. You know, this is actually a serious term. Right. It's, it's, he's going to legitify himself. That's right. Is See, that a word? Legitify? That it is oh, now. on this podcast. On Top of Jazz Radio, we make up words when I'm scared. See, and the cool thing is, I asked you, are you still watching the product? And you shook your head no, but you're still catching highlights. It's still all over your Facebook page. There's no way to yeah. get away from the thing you love. Like, you just yeah. can't do it. So you still know what's kind of going on, yeah. even though you don't dedicate oh, the, the three and, hours on Monday. And whatever that, uh, speaking of The Miz, the... I guess it was at SummerSlam they had like a Colonel Sanders versus. Oh Lord! <laughs> I was gonna try because we're talking about serious Miz and that just aired, yeah. so I was gonna not mention that, but he threw it out there, Coop. I mean, like I said, I think I, th- I don't understand. There's no way that like screwed. I think that whole commercial. I thought it was funny. Don't get me wrong; it was cool. There's no way Dolph Ziggler is winning a championship belt against Dean Ambrose and then airing that commercial. Not happening. So if they had played that, I can't remember. They played that before the uh, match or after. I think they played it after. Either way, there's no there's no way you're gonna win the belt and that's gonna air. And there's no way that's gonna air and then you're winning the belt. It's just not not happening. Like I, it's just it was rough. I well, felt like Ziggler kind of got first time for everything. You know, yeah, it's the first time. You know, but Colonel Harlan Sanders, you seen the way he came in the ring? He mm-hmm. has not skipped leg day. No, he was hitting not. it right. He, he, he <laughs> I love the part where he had on the singlet. And he had the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Living herbs and spices, baby. I like you. And, 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 and you know, to be completely honest, whenever I, I was doing my, my scroll thing on Facebook, yeah. and I seen the picture, I, I almost thought it was Mordecai. I was like, are they rejuvenating that? Right, so right. I was like, I clicked on it, and then it turned out to be. I, it took me a sec to see to make sure that was Ziggler. I didn't, I didn't, and then I yeah. was like, oh, I think once he pulled the thing off, it's like, okay, that's Ziggler. Like, you, you know, remember Mordecai? Zeke, so. I, I don't really, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. yeah. You mean Kevin Thorne? Yeah. Yes. They were trying to build him as the opposite of the Undertaker. Yeah. The the, the light. The, he, oh, okay. he was similar to the Undertaker. Come out in all white. And, was that know. in the ruthless aggression era? Yes. I missed all that. Mm-hmm. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm just kidding. Some it, cool uh, stuff yeah, happened. I went back and watched it. It, it didn't last very long. Yeah, yeah. Mister. Onyx Cooper on Shop to the Chest Radio. We want to thank you so much for being here. Anything, I any, like it, I said, one more thing you want to say before you go. You got anything? Man, I'm, I'm good, man. I appreciate the, the invite. It's been cool, you know, chumming it up with you guys. Yeah, stinking awesome, man. Anytime, holler at us. Hey, man, y'all doing it tonight? We're here recording. Mr. Nate Laws, one, one thing before we rock and roll out of here. Okay, like we always talk about, man. No matter where you are, where you're living at, where you listen to this from, if they have any wrestling anywhere around your area or close to your hour, maybe two hours away, maybe five minutes down the road, like we have Reality of Wrestling, support independent wrestling. If you get the opportunity to go to an independent wrestling show, get out there, show some love. I promise you won't be disappointed. Man, get your nachos, get your hot dog, sit back and watch these guys putting their bodies on the line to entertain you to the best of their abilities. Come on, baby. Let's do this. And that is Mr. 409 Nate Laws. He is my Davy Boy Smith to me. 
Dynamite Kid in this. I am your host, I like Chevy. That. You like that? I'm like not going to start making up stuff. I am your host, Chevy Chavria, the excellence of podcast execution. Mr. Honest Cooper said he took five years off. I'm blaming Kid Ransom for that somewhere down the road. I got to throw one in there before we go. I like it. Uh, Honest got scared. I make fun of Kid Ransom. Every, I've never met him. I make fun of him every uh, every chance I get. Whoa, whoa, before he goes. Yes. You got to tell the baby story. Nah, I'll tell. I'll tell. I've already said the baby story on there. We'll, I'll tell you in, right, in a right. second. But, just for uh, Kid Ransom. Hey man, what's up, big dog? I, I, I'm not with <laughs> Yo, he's throwing. Oh, the oh, the bus. Um, I will throw this out there. In a few weeks, we will have the illustrious Mister Kid Ransom on the show. He's booked, so we'll see if that follows through. I don't know. I don't know yeah. if he's really going to be here. He said he was, but we'll see. We'll see what happens, and I get to meet him, and it's going to be awkward. He's a good guy, man. Yeah, I'm going to be eating with something like, I hate you. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that I really hate him. It's just that I got I to gotta, I gotta boo the face, man. He's the most white meat baby face I've ever seen um, in row, you know? So uh, that's my thing. Like, keep it I'm, real, keep it heal, baby. I keep it real, keep it heal. So I, I, I feel bad when people go good. I'm like, oh, I got to hate you now. <laughs> so, uh, uh, it's a word. I know. So, uh, <laughs> it's a so, I, well, you got anything? We got anything? I'm trying to close this down. Sorry, close it down, baby. We're closing it down. I'm your host, Chevy Chavria, the excellence of podcast execution. We want to thank you so much for riding with us today. Um, go check out our Facebook, Chop to the Chest Radio. Like, subscribe this show. Let your friends know we are talking local wrestling, baby. That's what we do. We are Chop to the Chest Radio. Woo!